الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن وله Welcome everybody to the Safina Society Nothing But Facts live stream where we are now on Tuesday we're covering Tafsir Quran and Surah Al-Munafiqeen or Surah Al-Munafiqoon okay, First thing we gotta tie this mic together Why is it doing this? Now I gotta do this All right, here we go. Surah Al-Munafiqoon. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Ida jaaka al-munafiqoon. Meaning, Abdullah ibn Ubay ibn Salul wa ashabu. These are the munafiqoon in the time of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Abdullah ibn Ubay ibn Salul and all of his um, people who are munafiqs with him, alongside with him. قالوا نشهد إنك لا رسول الله والله يعلم إنك لا رسوله والله يشهد إن المنافقين لكاذبون. They always say, repeat the shahada. What's the point of you all repeating the shahada? Why do you keep repeating the shahada? Every time they come into the masjid of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, they have to declare. نشهد إنك لا رسول الله. Well, one of the reasons is that. When they had left, okay, the Prophet, peace be upon him, the last time, they negated their shahada with hypocrisy and with lies and, and with betrayal. So cognitively, they need to now reaffirm their shahada. They have a dissonance. That's the reason why Allah, they, they, they have to come back and say, I believe in... Uh, if, if a man keeps coming to his wife and saying, you're the only one. You're the only one I love. What? Why? It's probably because he's doing something behind her back. So cognitively he has a dissonance and he has to keep saying that. So when you're disloyal and then you're coming around and uh, you, you have this cognitive dissonance, you need to reaffirm your belief. And that's why they always repeat the shahada. You don't see any other sahaba doing that. Take the shahada once, move on with life. These oaths that they took, Al-Yameen is an oath. These oaths that they took, they, they take that, they think that that's going to block and protect them. But you don't think Allah knows and Allah sees what's happening? However, okay, what they actually did was trying to block people from the path of Allah at every given turn, every time, every turn. All they want to do is block people from the path of Allah, and that is the biggest thing that they had done is during Uhud, and that was, there was no excuse for that. Uh, during the battle of Uhud, the enemy's coming, and what do they do? What do they do? They go and they uh, convince 300 people to go back home. They said, oh, there's not going to be a fight. And if they're, they're not going to be a fight. So they all leave. 300 people. So you have a war back in the day when the numbers of the battles are like hovering around a thousand. 300 is a huge number. Yeah. 
إنهم ساء ما كانوا يعملون. Allah says what they did is extremely evil. ذلك بأنهم آمنوا. ثم كفروا. فطبع على قلوبهم فهم لا يفقهون. So the scholars say, what does that mean? Okay. آمنوا. Every time they see the believers, they claim iman. Every time they see the mu'minin, they claim to have iman. أقروا باللسان إذا رأوا المؤمنين ثم كفروا إذا خلوا إلى المشركين Then when they're alone with the non-believers they utter words of kufr Right? They betray the Prophet and work against him Hey, could you try to stick that on? See if it, if it works And you can pull it back a little bit Yeah, that lamp right there فَطُبِعَ عَلَىٰ قُلُوبِهِمْ they kept repeatedly betraying the Prophet Oh, that's much better. They then, Allah then, that kufr stamps. Their hearts are now stamped okay, with kufr. They do not understand iman because of their belief. And in our understanding, in the understanding of Islam, is that the intellect is fed by the heart. It's nourished by the heart. If the heart is sinful and dark, then the intellect no, doesn't work properly as it should. And do we not see in the world today, people's intellects just don't work. They're coming up with stuff that is just makes no sense. Okay? And you just look into, and look into the laws and look into the uh, policies and the... This is, again, this happened in skiing. You know, every, every sport they come upon, dudes come in, make themselves, you know, claim that they're women and take part in the sport and destroy all the women. So women entered with feminism, entered into male spaces back in the 70s, 80s, 90s. Now men are trans people are entering into women's spaces. And you start to say, like, guys, how does this make sense? Shouldn't we have a, an objective definition for what these genders are? And the definition is what you feel it is. That's, how is that objective? How are we going to live like this? So, aql is gone. When your sins are just, you're completely fermented. You know, like, like a pickle. If you stick a pickle in the thingy and it's vinegar, they put vinegar, salt, all that stuff. For a day, it's not going to do anything. You got to keep it there for a long time. Then all of that vinegar soaks in. You get a pickle. Okay. From it's like it completely infused. Right. That's what's happened. The sins and the darkness is completely infused into the intellects of people, and now ju- they're becoming judges. They're lawyers and judges. People use their intellect to, to achieve mundane things. Like, I, people can use my intellect to, I need to go from California to Montana. I'm going to get a flight. I'm going to ta- get a taxi. That stuff is easy. But when it comes to actual moral decisions, the intellect is gone. It's cooked. It's completely fermented. There's no intellect anymore. And that's what, the opposite is the case. When someone purifies their heart, their thinking becomes clear. Extremely crisp, clear, and logical. Just to go, you show you. Let me give you another example. What is that? There was a philosopher 
miserable human being, terrible human being. Hamdullah has been humiliated for, for his sexual deviance. Hamza Sorsitz, uh debated this guy a long time ago. I can't remember what his name is. He's a philosopher, and he says that um, nothing, because they have a problem, you had nothing, and then the universe came into existence. So he has a problem with this. So he says nothing doesn't really mean nothing. What are you even saying? He says when we say nothing, we actually mean something. Well, what is it then? Then say what it is. Unbelievable, these people. He also is the one who wanted to show that logic is a faulty tool by trying to prove that 2 plus 2 equals 5. Do you remember the stream? I don't know if you were here, but we act- I said this one time. And then a whole bunch of people said, yes, it could be 2 plus 2 could be 5. No, it's 3 plus 2 could equal 6. Like three, 3 plus 2 is 5. They said 3 plus 2 could equal five, uh, 6. Okay. So... Um, he then goes, someone says, yes, there could be an imaginary world where two equals three. But wait a second, we're not in imaginary worlds. We're in the real worlds, okay? Sartine says, humiliated for his sexual deviance. Yeah, he womanized and the women complained, complained he abused women, okay? You just create hate, he says. All right, so you can go and enjoy the guy uh, uh, attacking and raping women, right? And let's love him. He, he's, he's attacking, raping women, abusing, like, grad students and stuff. Now, let's enjoy that. Okay. Let's go and love the guy for attacking and abusing women. How's that? That was his sexual deviancy. Next. If you see them, you love their bodies. That means they seem uh, clean cut. They may even be well spoken. Well mannered, and you get impressed by this. So you think, oh well, someone's so clean cut. He's got a degree. He's got PhDs everywhere, and he's got books. Let's listen to what he has to say. Remember, the mu'minin fikum sama'una lahum. Okay, fikum sama'una lahum is the Quran says amongst you is. Are some who listen to these people Alright They listen You listen to them Because you're fooled by their outside Okay Sartine 6 What is with you That's not Sexual deviance It's a crime Okay So what is it Sexual uprightness (laughs) Raping and, 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 and abusing women Is it sexual uprightness Sexual deviance Right Deviated from the law. You deviated from what is everyone knows is acceptable. Anyway, what, what you, I'm not I mean, it's taking debates now and get haters on uh, on on what. I'm, I'm not up for having haters on the on the show. What's going on here on Instagram? I'm not up to having haters here. Go, go watch something else. And stop arguing with me. Bring something normal. He's defending the guy. What is it? What's the guy's? Um, Swartz has debated him, and he's humiliated now, and he's gone. Swartz's debate. Who did he debate? What's this dude's name? Lawrence Krauss. Let's look up what Lawrence Krauss did that 
is, I guess you can call it sexual uprightness. Sexual harassment by grabbing a woman's breasts. Not sexual deviance, no, according to this uh, fellow. Wow. Okay. Not sexual deviance. Clown world that we're living in. Don't spread hate. No, don't hate the guy who's grabbing women's breasts. Love him. Let's spread love for breast-grabbing dudes. Philosophers and atheists. قال عبد الله بن عباس كان عبد الله بن أبي جسيما فصيحا ذلق اللسان فإذا قال سمع النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قوله. So the the منافق عبد الله بن أبي was well endowed physically. Okay, he was physically well endowed and he was very eloquent. Dressed very nicely. Okay. And when he spoke, people would listen because he was very eloquent. Okay. But Allah then describes when they're sitting in the mosque and they're sitting with the gatherings of the Prophet ﷺ, he describes them as musannada, as if a piece of wood, okay, uh, is leaning against a wall. musannada. Piece of wood leaving, uh, leaning against a wall. And that's where those who lean and those who, um, who aren't uh, paying attention to the Prophet when he speaks, in the khutbah, etc., etc., these are the type of people who have an attribute of nifaq. We have to say that. There's no other way to put it. They have an attribute of hypocrisy. They lean against... They go to the masjid and they sit like this. They go to Jummah and they're all the way at the end by the exit or whatever, leaning and their heads are like this. They are bored out of their minds. Okay. That is the attribute of the munafiq. So be careful. Okay. That's the attribute of the munafiq. The munafiqeen, one of their attributes is they never, okay, they never paid attention. They never were enthusiastic at the majlis of the Prophet ﷺ. They never had that enthusiasm. They never had that desire. Bodies with no soul. Figures. With no intellect. Abu Amr al Kasai. Why does Allah say they have no intellect? They have no intellect. Simple reason. You're contradicting yourself. You're a constant state of contradiction. Okay? Constant state of contradiction. Question here says Should not a Muslim look and speak eloquently? Yes, if they're having. If they're using, but not at the expense of their intellect. And that's not the only reason that we should listen to somebody because he looks good. Allah is telling us most people would. Someone comes looking good, looking 
um, uh, professional or whatever, you're going to listen to them, right? Chances are. But that doesn't necessarily mean what they're speaking is the truth. But you ha- you have to see if what they're saying is logical. So Allah constantly speaks about them that they have no intellect because what they're doing is contradictory. They're in constant state of contradiction. Okay. On top of that, because they know, what is other sign that you know that you're wrong about something, right? Or that you know that you're guilty about something. Well, you act guilty. They think every call is against them. Why? Because they just imagine that they're going to get caught. They know one day we're going to get caught. Like if you're cheating, every meeting the boss calls in the back of your head, maybe I got caught. If you're stealing from the cash register and then the boss calls for a meeting, okay, boss calls for a meeting. Every time that boss calls for a meeting, you're going to think, oh my gosh, I got caught. If you're innocent, you're like, whatever, it's a meeting. Okay. So officers or detectives actually use this. The first impression, the first type of reaction when a person uh, you know, is, is informed of the crime. Like person is informed. Uh, O.J. Simpson, when they called him and they told him, your wife has been killed. He said, oh, really? That's terrible. I'm coming right now. The detective was like, he never asked how, right? (laughs) Doesn't that tell you something? So you act, there is a way that you act guilty or you act innocent, right? Here, Allah says, they always act guilty. Every time that there's a call, every time there's a meeting, every time there's something, they think it's against us. Like, oh, we're caught. That's because you're guilty, Okay. أي لا يسمعون صوتا في العسكر بأن بأن نادى مناد أو انفلتت دابة أو انشدت ضالة إلا ظنوا من جبنهم وسوء ظنهم أنهم يرادون بذلك وظنوا أنهم قد أتوا لما في قلوبهم من الرعب What are their How are they cowards? They're cowards Allah calls them cowards and they're uh, or implies that they're here in the tafsir, he says they're, Baghawi says they're cowards. They're cowards from facing the truth. Instead of facing, see, see the Quraysh face the truth. They just face it the wrong way. They accept it. Okay, this is the claim. Oh, we're going to go against it. That was stupid, right? But Munafiqs, what do they do? They don't face the truth. They can't face the reality of either I'm with you or against you. Okay? I'm with you or I'm against you. They didn't do that. What they did is they said, well, where is everybody else? Let's side with everybody else and be safe. Okay. Uh, And that's what they did. So I'm with you or against you. And this is what they did. They ended up siding with everybody else and then secretly being against the prophet. So what are you a coward from? You're a coward from actually saying your opinion straight. Just say it straight as is and let the, the pieces fall where they fall. That's it. Right, let the pieces fall, okay, where they fall. Okay. Here another person says more to the story said the police said that your wife is dead and OJ respond, Who killed her? 
Okay. The Mohas Lawrence Krauss is a scientist, not a philosopher. Well, he philosophizes, although he is a scientist, and sources use philosophical arguments. Okay, that's a, de a detail there. The point is that he's an atheist who was de debated. Uh, Krauss, Hamza sources, says like he wishes he was sharper and stronger, right? But uh, at that time, but nonetheless, uh, Krauss is a... Uh, discarded, whatever he is, scientist, philosopher, he's an atheist and fought for that cause. And now he's, you know, I don't know what his status is with the University of Arizona, but humiliated, to say the least. That's why you don't see him that much around anymore. But according to that other fellow that we had on Instagram, it wasn't sexual deviance. So what was it then? Sexual uprightness? Anyway clown world that we live in here invading our live stream our own place of peace here <laughs> huh dealt with good so why do i need to have uh why do i need to have stress i'm on the live stream right this is like a virtual halakha you act up just leave trying to everyone's coming here to feel good and relax and ask questions about the dean and learn. Come and someone tell me that, uh, stop saying sexual deviance, you're spreading hate. So we're supposed to love sexual deviance now. Jeez. What kind of world we're living in. Next. وَقِيلَ ذَلِكَ لِكَوْنِهِمْ عَلَىٰ وَجَلٍ مِّنْ أَنْ يُنَزِّلَ اللَّهُ أَوْ يُنزِلُ اللَّهُ فِيهِمْ أَمْرَىٰ بِهَتْكِ أَسْتَارِهِمْ وَيُبِيحُ دِمَاءَهُمْ uh, they know that Allah can expose them in the Qur'an. Whenever a revelation came, they only had one concern. Are we going to be exposed? See, where is your intellect? If you believe that Allah can expose you, why don't you submit to him? SubhanAllah. Unbelievable. If you believe that you're afraid that the Qur'an is going to expose your lies, then you believe in Allah. And if you believe in Allah, why don't you submit to him then? You think you're going to defeat him? This is why they have no intellects. Okay. Humul adu, Allah says. They're the real enemy. Fahdarhum. So, as shaitan is adu wa mubin. He is a clear enemy. The munafiq is a clear enemy. Okay. Fahdarhum. Be careful of them. Why do you have to have hadar? Because you can't openly face them. They're never open. They're always like Kurdulu going behind the back and and cooking up a plot and cooking up schemes. That's what they're doing. Okay, that's why they're they're dangerous for this reason. Fahdarhum, be mindful. Fahdarhum. Allah. Allah, may Allah's curse be upon them. What are they gonna do with the haqq? Like, what kind of plot can they do against Allah? They're fools. You think you can trick Allah? Here comes Aqeed Muhammad again. Inshallah. You know that he was my travel partner in England, him and Nafis. I had like maybe 12 hairs, gray hairs going in. How many do I have now? وَإِذَا قِيلَ لَهُمْ تَعَالَوْ يَسْتَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ لَوَوْ رُؤُوسَهُمْ Okay, if they're told, come. So that Allah can seek forgiveness for you. What do they say? Oh, come on. Stop. That's what they say. 
come so that the prophet can seek forgiveness for you. Oh, they roll their eyes, like acting like it's this the lamest, dumbest thing they ever heard. Subhanallah. I'm actually in a sour mood because of how many things I've been losing lately. That's why I'm in a sour mood. Oh, it's, a, it's a bad trait to lose stuff. It's like everything has its place. How did things come out of place? Okay. Surah Al-Duha. Yeah. Surah Al-Duha, inshallah. But it's just like the, when you have, everything's supposed to be in its place at every single time. That's how you live. To lose something, like how did this happen? Everything's supposed to be in its place. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing. And you're like, there's no way it's lost. It's either here there's like three places your wallet would ever be, right? It's either in your pocket or it's like on your dresser or where you put your keys or wherever, okay? Your, your hats, your clothes, your phone. Everything has to have a place. It's in life. This is, put this in the counseling operation. Yeah. <laughs> it, losing stuff to me, it's like extremely annoying because it just indicates... A sloppiness in the process. Something went wrong in the process. I hate this. The water cup got to be in the same spot every night. All right. Wallet's got to be in the same spot. Phone in the same spot. Ring in the same spot. iPad, computer, everything. Like during COVID, everything was, you know, like fluid for kids. Kids just learning, right? They didn't know how to do them. So take class on the living room one day. Take class in the bed one. No, 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 no. Stop this right now. The computer is only used on the desk or the kitchen table, okay? And when you're done with it, you go put it up in a certain spot and you charge it, okay, overnight. The idea of having laptops everywhere in the house, kids taking classes everywhere in the house, chargers every in every other plug, can't find the charge. No, this chaos has to stop. Chaos, no. Everything has to have a place. And that's why when things get lost... It doesn't bother me the loss of the item, although it could be a bother, if, especially if it's a wallet. But it's the something went wrong with the process here, right? And I'm all about the process, right? I don't know. Like, what went wrong in the process? How are two things lost now? Yeah. So these people, they, they, they roll their eyes when you tell them, remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is a munafiq. Have you ever seen people where you could actually, you cannot tell them that the solution to your problem is rooted in a dua? They don't believe it. What are you other than a munafiq? Or at least at this moment, you have some hypocrisy inside of you. Come so that the Prophet can ask for forgiveness for you. They roll their eyes. Okay? They roll their eyes. They always did it. They roll their heads. They roll their eyes. Oh, this is ridiculous. And you see, though, you see some comments, you see something, you read something, you hear something. That's your reaction. You're like, oh, this is ridiculous. I can't stand this. 
I can't be bothered with this nonsense. وَرَأَيْتَهُمْ يُصُدُّونَ يُعْرِضُونَ عَمَّا دُعُوا إِلَيْهِ They reject what they were called to. وَهُمْ مُسْتَكْبِرُونَ They're arrogant. مُسْتَكْبِرُونَ عَنَ الْإِسْتِغْفَارِ وَعَنَ إِسْتِغْفَارِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ لَهُمْ صلى الله عليه وسلم سواء عليهم استغفرت لهم أم لم تستغفر لهم لا يغفر الله لهم الله لا يهدي القوم الفاسقين Sometimes you do something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to these munafiqeen will take over their punishment whether or not now you are out of it. Even the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, if you, it doesn't make, they have offended, they have been so bad, they're so bad that Allah is taking over their punishment. Don't try to make istighfar for them, it's done with. They're done. Don't try to make istighfar. سَوَاءٌ عَلَيْهِمْ أَسْتَغْفِرَتَ لَهُمْ أَمْ لَمْ تَسْتَغْفِرَ اللَّهُ لَنْ يَغْفِرَ اللَّهُ لَهُمْ Allah will never forgive them after this. After this, does not even, don't, stop, don't even bother making istighfar for them. That's how bad what they did was. And you say, well, what could be that bad? The plotting behind your back. That's what they did. That's what the munafiqeen did. They didn't just plot behind your back to, to make people disbelieve. They plot behind their back to make you killed. To get you killed. To kill the Prophet, peace be upon him. Then they come on, they have the nerve to say, Oh, Masrullah, you are truly the Master of Allah. So you are someone who is warped. Your two facedness has made you so warped. Okay. You cannot be fixed, as Dean Adi is saying. There's no therapeutic counseling at this point anymore. Okay. You are, it's raps. With this person That's cognitive dissonance But it's self-imposed You did it to yourself Okay ذكر محمد بن إسحاق وغيره عن جماعة من أصحاب من أصحاب السير أن رسول الله السير أصحاب السير أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم the Prophet, peace be upon him, بلغه أن بني المستلق يجتمعون لحربه وقائدهم الحارث بن أبي ضرار أبو جويرية The Prophet ﷺ received news that a tribe called the Bani Mustalaq have prepared to wage war on Medina. فلما سمع بهم رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم خرج إليهم حتى لقيهم على ماء من مياههم يقال له المريسيع. The Prophet وسلم, when he received this verifiable news or verified and accurate news, he began gathering the army and they all marched out to Bani Mustalaq and they didn't find, did in fact find the Bani Mustalaq on the way. They met at a set of wells called Al-Muraisi. Okay. Close to the to the shore. Okay. So they fought. It was a battle. And the Muslims defeated the Ben Mustalik. Okay. And people died. And then all the spoils of war were taken. The women who were there, the children who were there, and the wealth that was there. فَبَيْنَ مَنَّاسُ عَلَى ذَلِكَ الْمَاءِ 
إذ وردت واردة الناس ومع عمر بن الخطاب أجير له من بني غفار يقال له جهجاه ابن سعيد الغفاري يقود له فرسه فازدحم جهجاه وسنان ابن وبر الجهني so it was a busy time a lot of just the, the wars the battle was over and now there's spoils it was busy and hectic Omar ibn Khattab had a servant he was taking some of their animals to get water there a man a boy from the Ansar from Medina Omar of course is from Mecca boy from the Ansar was going to get water okay Fatazahama. So they were jostling for room for the animals to drink, and they ended up pushing each other, shoving each other. And Omar's servant was slightly stronger than the Ansar, the Ansari servant, and he sort of bullied him a bit. Sort of bullied him a bit. Okay. So the Juhani said, O people of the Ansar. And the Ghifari, the one who was the, the, the migrant, him at Muhajir, he said, Ya Ma'ashar al Muhajirin. O people of the Muhajirs. So the Ansar and the Muhajir were called against each other. Okay. So a man from the Muhajirin came. Okay, and he defended the migrant, Muhajir. Muhajir means migrant. Okay. And he helped him against this youth from the Ansar. And who's watching this? Abdullah ibn Ubay ibn Salul, the hypocrite. And amongst them, there was a youth, a boy named Zayd ibn Arqam. All right, Zayd ibn Arqam, a youth, a young boy. And Abdullah ibn Ubay says, Are, did they just do what they did, what I saw them do? Did they do what, they, what I just saw them do? That means migrants, the muhajirs came and bullied one of our boys away from the water. Okay. They're in our own country now. They are now many in our own city. And now they're pushing us around. Wallahi ma mathaluna wa mathaluhum illa kama qala al-qail. These muhajirs, they fit the saying, Semmin kalbak ya'kulak. Fatten your dog, one day he'll eat you. There's a saying, Arab saying, Starve your dog, he obeys you. Fatten your dog, he eats you. Okay? أَمَا وَاللَّهِ لَإِرَّجَعْنَا إِلَى الْمَدِينَةِ لَيَخْرِجَنَّ الْأَعَزُ مِنْهَا الْأَذَلِ By Allah, if we go back to the Medina, الْأَعَزْ, the, the nobles, meaning himself and his group, are going to expel these lowly people. Okay? We will expel them. ثُمَّ أَقْبَلَ عَلَى مَنْ حَضَرَهُ مِنْ قَوْمِهِ فَقَالَ هَذَا مَا فَعَلْتُمْ بِأَنفُسِكُمْ He then said, he gathered the people now. Fitna. They love fitna. You did this. Okay? You let them come into your country. And then you gave them their wealth. Okay? 
Just if you had not given you given them so much food and you helped them live and you helped them out and you fed them, all right, they wouldn't have rode you like this. He's now stop feeding them, stop helping them. As soon as they realize they're not getting any help or support, they'll go to another country. Do not give them any help. Don't marry them. Don't buy and sell from them. Don't give them any homes to live in. Until they leave Muhammad. You, he says, Zayd ibn Arqam, a youth, said, you are the one who is dhalil, who's lowly. You are the one who has no followers. You are the one who's hated by everybody. Everyone hates you. See, he's, he's a boy. Boys, sometimes they, they have no filter yet. They haven't learned to value the elites and the powerful. You're the one who everyone hates. Okay? But Muhammad is in, he is elevated by Allah and everyone loves him. Right? He's, the boy sees who's successful and who's loved by everybody. Abdullah ibn Ubay says, Uskut, shut your mouth. Innama kuntu alab. I'm just joking. So this is why Allah accuses their intellect. They have no brains. Wait a second. Are you serious or are you joking? You can't say one time you're serious. No, no, I was just joking. So you negated what you just said then. Right? فَمَشَى زَيْدِ بْنَ أَرْقَمْ He left. And he walked straight to the Prophet. وَذَلِكَ بَعْدَ فَرَاغِهِ مِنَ الْعَدُو فَأَخْبَرَهُ الْخَبَرِ He waited and waited until the Prophet became free. Then he went and told him. Okay? And Umar ibn Khattab was sitting next to the Prophet, peace be upon him. And he says exactly what Abdullah ibn Ubay said. Umar ibn Khattab said, Dani adrib onukahu. Ya Rasulullah, let me kill him because this is betrayal. Okay, this is like revolution almost. Rebellion. Qala kayfa ya Umar idha tahaddathan idhan tahaddathan nasu anna muhammadan yaqtulu ashaba. Don't do this because people didn't see what he saw. What he, what, there's no evidence. Just the testimony of one boy is not enough evidence to execute somebody. The people will just say, Muhammad's killing people left and right. If you're going to kill someone in the law, if you're going to execute the law on somebody, you need clear-cut evidence so that the society says the law is applied, the punishments are applied fairly. People deserved what they got. وَلَكِنْ أَذِّنْ بِالرَّحِيلِ وَذَلِكَ فِي سَاعَةٍ لَمْ يَكُنْ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ رَسَاهُ لُفِيهَا Instead of killing him, just call out that we're leaving. And it was hot, and it was not the time that they used to leave. They used not travel in the heat. Take cover in the heat, cook some food, eat some food, take a nap. Once the sun settles a little bit, then they travel. Okay. So they're all traveling and the Prophet calls Abdullah ibn Ubay. Are you the one who said those words that I heard? That, that have reached me? Abdullah says, By the one who has revealed the book to you. See, again, you don't really believe that, but you're saying it. I didn't say anything. Zayd is a liar. Hmm. How is he a liar? Why, why would he lie? What's his motive? What's the motive of a boy to tell a lie? But do you have a motive to hate the Prophet? Yes, you do. 
right? We know you have a motive, okay? And Abdullah, at this, he was an honorable person in his tribe, okay? Can Abdullah fi qawmihi sharifan aziman? He was a great and honorable person in his tribe, politically. فَقَالَ مَنْ حَضَرَ مِنْ أَصْحَابِهِ مِنَ الْأَنصَارِ Then some people of the Ansars were there. said, Ya Rasulullah, عَسَى أَنْ يَكُونَ الْغُلَامِ أَوْهَمْ فِي حَدِيثِهِ وَلَمْ يَحْفَظْ مَا قَالَ So one of the people from Abdullah's tribe saw that this is a huge thing now. Abdullah ibn Ubay is a big deal politically in his tribe, in his people. So he said, one of the Ansar said, Maybe the boy just made a mistake. So maybe not, neither did Abdullah say it, nor is the boy a liar. But maybe it's just a mistake. Okay? Maybe it's just a mistake. Maybe the boy just, he, he heard something different. That's all. And that's uh, a way to make everyone innocent. Just an innocent mistake. فَعَذَرَهُ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَمُ الْمَلَامَ فِي الْأَنصَارِ لِزَيْدِ وَكَذَّبُوهُ Okay, فَشَتْ uh, so the Prophet said, okay, خلاص. And now everyone started to blame Zayd ibn al-Arqam. So what are you doing? Accusing the Prophet of these things. Okay? Uh, accusing Abdullah, causing problems like this. His uncle, Ammuhu, كان زيد معه. And Zayd was living with his uncle at that time. ما أردت إلى أن كذبك رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم. Now the Prophet doesn't even believe you, he says to him. والناس كلهم يقولون إن عبد الله شيخنا وكبيرنا لا يصدق لا يصدق عليه كلام غلام كلام غلام. They said Abdullah ibn Ubay, this is a, our chief, this is our noble. We're not going to believe a child over him. كلام غلام من غلمان الأنصار مقتوك كان زيد يساير النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فاستحيا أن يدنو من النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم زيد used to always hover around the prophet he was like the boys the young boys who had Allah had put a light bulb in their minds and they would used to they used to go to always love to be around the prophet right but now he stopped because he was embarrassed felt bad فَلَمَّا اسْتَقْبَلَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ وَسَارَ لِلَّقِيَهُ أُسَيْدُ بْنُ حُضَيْرٍ فَحَيَّاهُ بِتَحِيَّةِ النُّبُوَّةِ وَسَلَّمَ عَلَيْهِ ثُمَّ قَالَ يَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ لَقَدْ رَحْتَ فِي سَاعَةٍ مُنْكَرَةٍ مَا كُنْتَ تَرُوحُ فِيهَا فَقَالَ لَهُ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ أَوَمَا بَرَغَكَ مَا قَالَ صَاحِبُكَ عَبْدُ اللَّهِ comes up to the Prophet, they're riding and people different come to talk to the Prophet, peace be upon him. Usaid ibn Hudayr comes to the Prophet. This is my messenger. This is not the time that you usually leave. Something happened. The Prophet said, did you not hear what your friend said? Abdullah ibn Ubay. So what did the Prophet, he's confirming it here. The Prophet knows what's haq. But there's, you can't make law and execute punishment on what you know is true, only on what you can prove is true. Okay? قَالَ وَمَا قَالَ قَالَ زَعَمَ أَنْ إِنْ رَجَعَ إِلَى الْمَدِينَةِ أَخْرَجَ الْأَعَزُ مِنْهَا الْأَذَلِ أَعَزُ مِنْهَا الْأَذَلِ زَعَمَ أَنْ إِنْ رَجَعَ He claims, إِنْ رَجَعَ إِلَى الْمَدِينَةِ أَخْرَجَ الْأَعَزُ مِنْهَا الْأَذَلِ That the nobles, himself, Abdullah ibn Ubay, will expel these lowly people. 
فقال أسيد فأنت والله يا رسول الله تخرجه إن شئت You O Master of Allah are the one who can expel him if you wish هو والله الذليل وأنت العزيز He is the lowly and you are our noble The ذليل is someone not wanted and the Aziz is someone who's the leader You're our leader O Messenger فقال ثم قال يا رسول الله ارفق به Messenger he said Usaid ibn Hudayr said go easy with him Go easy with Abdullah ibn Ubay. Why? For Allah, Allah brought you to Medina as our leader. And okay. So he says, Oh, go easy on him. We were just about to anoint him king of Medina. And we were putting the jewels on the crown when Allah brought you. And he lost his kingdom. He lost it. And Allah has the right to test people, right? Allah tests people with these things. Okay. So he views you as the reason he lost his kingdom. وَبَلَغْ Abdullah ibn Abdullah. So Abdullah ibn Ubay ibn Salul, he has a son also named Abdullah. So Abdullah ibn Abdullah ibn Ubay ibn Salul. He then comes up. مَا كَانَ مِنْ أَمْرِ أَبِيهِ فَأَتَى رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ بَلَغَهُ مَا كَانَ مِنْ أَمْرِ أَبِيهِ he, 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 he heard what happened. So what does he do? He comes to the Prophet. فَقَالَ يَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ O Messenger of Allah. I heard that you want to kill Abdullah ibn Ubay. Because of what you heard, because that's rebellion. You can't just say, oh, we're going to plan a rebellion and kick out the government, basically. Right? That's rebellion. If you're going to do it, I'm the only one who's going to do it. Command me to kill him. فَأَنَا أَحْمِلُ إِلَيْكَ رَأْسَهُ I will, I will bring his head to you. Okay? This is for those guys who said he was spreading hate. Yeah, we hate what's worthy of hating. Okay? Rebellion and munafiqeen. فَوَاللَّهِ لَقَدْ عَلِمْتُ عَلِمَتِ الْخَزْرَجُ مَا كَانَ بِهَا رَجُلٌ أَبَرَّ بِوَالِدَيْهِ مِنِّي Because Khazraj, our tribe, knows, we all know, there's no person who is more loyal to his dad than me. Okay? No, he was a believer. And he knows his dad's a hypocrite. And he says, I'm not, I don't have trust and certainty that you would not tell somebody else to execute my father. Then I see that person and I say to myself, he killed my father, he executed my father, I have to kill him. As a reaction, I have to kill. Okay, come sit here. Bismillah, sit right here. Bismillah. Okay. So I may have to kill him. I would do as a reaction, right? That was the old Arab ways. Someone, it's tribes. Tribes are like a um, little more advanced level of gangs, essentially. All right. But then I'll be guilty Having killed a, a believer for a kafir Then I'll be Enter hellfire Right 
فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم بل نرفق به ونحسن صحبته ما بقي معنا said no we'll, go, we'll be lenient with him and we'll have good companionship with him as long as we live together that's what the Prophet said قالوا وسار رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يومه ذلك حتى أمسى وليلته حتى أصبح وصدر يومه ذلك so the Prophet ﷺ traveled because fitna is on, is happening now. There's fitna. So what did the Prophet ﷺ do? He traveled the whole rest of the day. Then the sun set. Then he traveled the whole night. Then the sun rose. Then he traveled the whole half of the day. Until they arrived at Medina. The people were so exhausted. The moment they la- they landed, they put their they 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 got off their animals and touched the ground. So they all fell asleep. So the so the prophet then gives us here tells us how to handle fitna. Exhaust yourself if you're in a state of fitna, like if you are maftoon, if you have temptation or you're in some fitna, go and busy yourself until you're exhausted. Okay, that's the best solution. وَإِنَّمَا فَعَلَ ذَلِكَ لِيَشْغَلَ النَّاسُ عَنَ الْحَدِيثِ He only did this to busy people from all the chit-chat of the fitna. الَّذِي كَانَ بِالْأَمْسِ مِنْ حَدِيثِ عَبْدِ اللَّهِ بْنُ أُبَيْ ثُمَّ رَاحَ بِالنَّاسِ حَتَّى نَزَلَ عَلَى مَاءٍ بِالْحِجَازِ Finally, they were near home, to home and they arrived at, at a well of water. Okay. يُقَالُ لَهُ نَقْعَى فهاجت ريح شديدة آذتهم وتخوفوا منها وضلت ناقة النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وذلك ليلا فقال رسول الله لا تخافوا فإنما هبت لموت عظيم من عظماء الكفار توفي بالمدينة سبحان الله They stopped at a well of water and the an- an- an wind blew and the animal of the Prophet, his own camel, ran away. They said, oh, we have to go get the camel. She's lost. He said, don't worry. She's going to come back. She just got startled because she saw the taking of a life from Medina of a, of Azim, a, a man of great power. There's a man of great power of the non-believers. See, the, the Prophet then is attributing that there are great leaders Amongst the kuffar is a big leader. A big leader from the kuffar just died, and it seems that the camel saw the soul being taken and got scared and ran away. Okay. So let's see who it was. They said, Who who died? He said it was the soul of Rifa'a, son of Zaid, son of Tabut, the tabernacle. Tabut is the is the box in which they used to put the sacred things. Ibn Tabut. فَقَالَ رَجُلٌ مِّنَ الْمُنَافِقِينَ كَيْفَ يَزْعُمُ أَنَّهُ يَعْلَمُ الْغَيْبَ وَلَا يَعْلَمُ مَكَانَ نَاقَتَهُ SubhanAllah. See, the munafiq has to find a way of doubt. The animal was lost, right? He says, this prophet claims to know who died in Medina, but he doesn't know where the camel is. Well, the answer is very simple for that. Because the Prophet sees an area. He saw the soul of the munafiq, uh, 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 of that Jewish leader, 
being taken away. And that that's so he did see that, but he can't see. He didn't see where the camel went. They don't understand how Ghaib works. That the Prophet said him sees what they don't see. Okay. Qila. So then, what else did they say? Should not this this revelation the, the also tell him where his camel is? Are you going to tell Allah Taala what to reveal to the Prophet and what not to? Right, Subhanallah. فَأَتَاهُ جِبْرِيلُ فَأَخْبَرَهُ بِقَوْلِ الْمُنَافِقُ بِمَكَانِ النَّاقَةِ So Jibreel then came and informed him what the hypocrite said, and he informed him where the camel is, just to remove, to just to 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 fill that and stop that claim. So then the Prophet ﷺ looked around and he says, وَقَالَ uh, he he get he the, all this everyone was there. He says, "Ma azumu anni alamu al-ghayb." I do not know the ghayb. I know what Allah tells me and what Allah shows me. Okay, wa ma alamuhu, walakin Allah akbarani. Allah told me. That's how simple it is. Akbarani, and he told me what the hypocrite said, and he also told me where the camel is. He fi shi'ab qad ta'alqa zimamuha bi shajara. It's it, uh, behind the bushes. Its rope got stuck on a tree. So they all went to see if it's true, and it was true when they brought it. Okay. They brought it, and that munafiq, his heart changed when he saw it. That munafiq, his heart changed. See, munafiq can be changed. That munafiq then, his heart changed and he believed. Then when they arrived at Medina, they found that it was true that Rifa'a son of Zayd, son of At-Tabut, had actually died. And he was from the great leaders of the Jews. Okay, And he was a safe haven of the hypocrites. He was a place that the hypocrites used to go to and feel safe to talk against the Prophet. فَلَمَّا وَافَى رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ قَالَ زَيْدِ بْنَ أَرْقَمَ زَيْدِ بْنَ أَرْقَمَ says when we finally arrived at Medina جلست في البيت I stayed home لِمَا بِيَ مِنَ الْهَمِّ وَالْحَيَاءِ I was so depressed and embarrassed of what happened I stayed home فَأَنْزَلَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى سُورَةَ الْمُنَافِقِينَ then Allah revealed سُورَةَ الْمُنَافِقِينَ this surah في تصديق زيد وتكذيب عبد الله to show that Zayd was telling the truth and Abdullah ibn Ubay was the liar. فَلَمَّا نَزَلَتْ أَخَذَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ بِأُذُونِ زَيْدِ Zayd came out. He heard Quran was revealed about this situation. He came out. He ran. Prophet said, come. He sat right next to the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم. The Prophet recited the surah and he held Zayd's ear gently and rubbed it. And he said, يَا زَيْدْ إِنَّ اللَّهَ قَدْ صَدَّقَكَ وَأَوْفَى بِأُذُونِكَ Allah has said, has affirmed that you spoke the truth, okay? And he affirmed your ears, meaning your hearing, what you heard. وَكَانَ عَبْدُ اللَّهِ إِبْنُ أَتَى بِقُرْبِ الْمَدِينَةِ Abdullah ibn Ubay's group had not come yet because they come in waves into the city. They don't all come at once because they're a big group. فَلَمَّا أَرَادَ أَنْ يَدْخُلَهَا جَاءَهُ إِبْنُهُ عَبْدُ اللَّهِ إِبْنُ عَبْدِ اللَّهِ حَتَّى أَبَاخَ 
راحلته على مجامع طرق المدينة His son goes out, Abdullah ibn Abdullah And he waits for his father And he stops him You're not coming You're not coming in فلما جاء قال ما وراءك قال ما لك ويلك He said what did you do His son says What did you do Okay You are not entering this city ever لا تدخلها أبدا إلا بإذن رسول الله Except until the Prophet permits صلى الله عليه وسلم Okay. And today you're going to know who is the lowly person and who's the leader here. So he told his friends, go in and tell the Prophet what my son is doing here. So the Prophet then sent a messenger back. He said, let him in. Let Abdullah ibn Abdullah. So Abdullah, so the son was told, the Prophet said, he can come in. He said, okay, if the Prophet says you can come in, then you can come in. Just to show you who's actually the leader here. Do you feel like a leader when you can't even come in the city? He stayed, he lived only a few days, okay? And then he died. He got sick and he died shortly thereafter. قالوا فلما نزلت الآية وبان كذب بان كذب عبد الله بن أبي قيل له يا أبا حباب حباب إنه قد نزل فيك آي شداد فذب إلى رسول الله يستغفر لك. They said to him, while he's sick, you're sick. You see these verses that came down about you? Extremely bad verses. Go and seek forgiveness before you die. He rolled his eyes and rolled his head. Okay. You told me to believe. I said, La ilaha illallah Muhammad. So I just said it here. They came time to give zakat of the animals. Okay, for every sheep, one for every 40 sheep, one sheep, etc. I gave you the zakat. What else do you want from me? He says, What do you want next? Me to prostrate to Muhammad? Peace be upon him. You see, this is also one of the signs of the munafiqeen. When you ask them for some decent ob- obedience and some good deeds, they have to exaggerate it to make it sound absurd. That's what he did. So what do you say? You actually tried to say that you want to kill him and expel him, go seek forgiveness, and he exaggerates that, counts his good deeds and thinks they're good deeds. I did, I did this and I did this and I did this, another attribute of munafiqs. And then now, all of a sudden, when you're asked to do something very reasonable... You ex- extend, ex- exaggerate that and say, what do you want me to do? Prostrate to him? SubhanAllah. That's when Allah says, yeah. If you come and ask them to seek forgiveness, they roll their eyes, roll their heads. They're the one who say, don't spend any money on these people. So they leave the Prophet. Okay. But Allah, you don't have all the wealth in the world, right? The most of the wealth, and that's true. Most of the wealth of the muhajireen stopped coming from the the migrants from Mecca to Medina. They were no longer, after a while, supported by the locals anymore. They were supported by their own spoils of war that they got. This is the meaning of so that it's not so much a burden on the locals. And in fact, the locals also gained wealth from all these 
um, all these uh, uh, spoils of war and all these battles. فَلَا يُعْطِي أَحَدٌ أَحَدًا شَيْئًا إِلَّا بِإِذْنِهِ وَلَا يَمْنَعُهُ إِلَّا بِمَشِيئَتِهِ وَلَكِنْ الْمُنَافِقِينَ لَا يَفْقَهُونَ But the munafiqeen, they have no intellect. They don't realize that what is coming to the believers, they don't realize that what is behind the cause is a musabib, uh, is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if you remove one cause, he'll bring you another cause. You tell people, these people don't give them money, They'll get money from somewhere else. Okay. So what is the izza? Is domination, conquest, victory. That's izza. Okay. Allah Taala conquers and. And a qahr is really like by forcibly lowering somebody's status. And that's what you do in war. That's what you do in, 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 in any competition of sorts. You forcibly lower the status of somebody. What is the izza and the glory and the victory of the Prophet and the, belie- and, and the believers is to elevate the religion of Allah over all other faiths. And all other beliefs, okay, and, and and false beliefs. Our izza is not going to be by gathering more money, by winning in soccer in the World Cup. That's not izza. The izza, the glory that is stamped by the divine and inspired by the divine, is the glory of elevating the deen. This is why during the World Cup, it's all fun and games. But somebody said. We really have to hope Morocco wins for the for the glory of the Ummah. And I'm like, uh, no, the, we could actually disqualify. All the Islamic countries could disqualify for the World Cup or go in there and get humiliated and would not decrease the izzah of Muslims. The izzah, true izzah from Allah is in the elevation of the deen, not in the elevation of anything else, not in being prettier, not in being richer, not in having a nicer country. That's not izzah. Izzah lil mu'mineen is fi nasri deenihim nasri deen illahi ala sa'ir al-adiyan walakin al-munafiqeen la ya'lamun ya ayyuh al-ladheena amanu la tulhikum amwalakum we'll stop here because that now is a new chapter a new section do not get busy by your dunya in this is the next saying of that chapter and we will close up here and now turn to Q and A. All right. Let's see what we got here. Habib, what do you have? What's the correct regarding the length of the beard? The length of the beard, um, according to the Madiki school, the beard is that which the Muslims would call a beard. And that the evidence for that can be found in the Shifa of Qadir Iyad and amongst other... He's not really used as a hujja in fiqh because he came before the time of polishing off the rulings, etc. But he is considered... Uh, but that is the ruling. It's either... There's two rulings. One is any length that is that the Muslim society would call a beard. The other 
is uh, fist length. But both agree in the Madiki school, it cannot go beyond fist length. Because that was a type of showing off. In the Hanafi school, seems to be the majority ruling is that it's fist length or bust. And there is, I've met a group of people that there was a Jordanian scholar who wrote a fatwa and he said no to that. But Sheikh Nassar, Sheikh Murad, they said, no, no, we don't, put, we don't hold that. It's fist length or bust. So there is that fatwa. I have it. I didn't read it because I'm not a Hanafi. I'm not, I didn't really read that. But there is a Jordanian scholar who said that, no, 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 no. There's nothing that said it has to be fist length. Are you Hanafi? Bashir. Basha. Take the mic. Tell me about yourself. Why is this uh, charger so slow? All this one hour and it only charts to 12%? Shame, not cheap. Huh? Too many stuff plugged in. I always felt getting rich would bring Izzah to the dean. Uh, no, getting rich will not bring Izzah to the dean. What you do with your money will bring Izzah to the dean. Yes. It brings you Izzah to support the dean. That's the difference. So, Nebhu Nebhan... That's the answer to your question. Okay. Uh, it's not gaining the money in itself will not give Aiza to the dean. What you do with the money will bring Aiza to the dean. Okay. That's what will bring Aiza to the dean. Basha, tell me your story. Oh, my story? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, well, I'm from India. You're from India. Yeah. Grew up um, born, in born and raised. Yeah. I moved to US in 2019. I was in Texas for a couple of years. Uh, I was doing my graduate school. And uh, after graduating, I work for a tech company in uh, Bay Area. So I'm coming now. Tech company in the Bay Area. What was it called? It's um, NVIDIA. NVIDIA? Yeah. I heard a lot about that. What is it all about? Okay. We make um, hardware. You make hardware? Sounds like a pharmaceutical company. No. Is it a drug? No, no. <laughs> it's like there are CPUs, which are like general processors. General processors. Uh, okay. Uh, then there is GPUs, which are called graphics processing units. Okay. They were earlier designed for gaming uh, consoles and things like that. But one of the features of GPUs is that they do parallel processing. So they can do multiple things at once. Gaming computers? Yeah. You made gaming computers for a living? No, uh, that was... Now the market has expanded from gaming to scientific computing to machine learning. So recently, our company is in news because we make the hardware for machine learning, deep learning, training. So all the open AI, Google, all of them. So AI is your field, especially. Yeah, sort of. Like we make hardware for AI. Hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm, I work as an architect in that company. Y Nvidia. Yeah, Nvidia. Over today, it hit impressive one, one trillion dollars. So it it hit one trillion dollars today. Yeah. And what do you have for that? <laughs> Point what of stock? I don't know. Point do you have anything? I have. Okay, good. Have. So, are you? How early are you? Uh huh. How early are you of a uh, 
employee there? Uh, it's just been two years, so not much. You've been two years. How long has the company been around? It's been, tw- it's al- almost my age. Yeah, it's, I think it's, it's 25 to 30 years. So 1993 is some, some, oh, it's a 30 year company. Yeah. Why don't I ever, um, I guess it's not one of those that, that has a consumer, um, it doesn't have a consumer yeah, product a, though. B2B market, right? It's a B2B market. That's why we don't know about it, or, business or to business. if you have to be a gamer. So If you're a big gamer, okay. Yeah. Oh, Moeen might know about that since he's into those computers. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Okay, very good, very good. So Basha is here on the summer intensive, is that correct? Yeah, I'm here. Good. Yeah. And you came before, you visited before. Yeah, I visited you before. Okay. Yeah. Will the Here's a question from Kush95. Radio station, sounds like. Uh, will the prophets be judged like us? No, they're not judged. They're not judged. The judgment has already happened. The judgment of prophets has already happened. Did not Allah say, The prophets have do, are not judged. They're already masum. They will not be taken to account for anything. And they will be waiting for their followers at the fountain. What is the status of the goat? We're waiting on goat. We're going to goat court. I'm waiting. I have to wait in the mail for the for the the court date. What can we do to get rid of negative emotions, depression, sadness? How do we? You see this? Get rid of negative emotions, depressions, and sadness. Again, I don't know if some of you weren't here last time, but that um, that's exactly what we were talking about the other day, okay? In terms of, there's a lot of things that we talk about here that ends up in the field of, uh, it really ends up in the field of, of um, counseling, really. It really does. Really go hand we don't separate between the two. Yeah, but in terms of as a specialty, if this is what people understand, today they approach it as the language of counseling and the language of wellness, then we probably should go that route. But... Mix. All mixed. Sometimes they look for spiritual advice, but you realize you need therapy. You need counseling. Like really bad things happen. It needs to be worked out. Now, here's the thing. There are a lot of things, ways to get yourself out of negative emotions, depression and sadness. And there's a silsila, a chain reaction that goes like this. You feel miserable. Why do you feel miserable? Because you have certain bad thoughts. Why do you have certain bad thoughts? Okay. Because either you may not know that you can direct your thoughts so you can direct your thoughts. On top of that, if you want to know how to direct your thoughts, say them. What's our proof in that in the Quran? As for the blessing of your Lord, talk about it a lot. When I keep saying, MashaAllah, my health is great. A lot of people suffer, but Allah has given me health. Every time someone says, hey, how's it going? Amazing. Look at the weather out. And you say, amazing. Look, we have two hands, two feet. Right? Some people don't. Some people are paralyzed. Amazing. We don't have any diseases. Some people have diseases. 
Amazing. Look at my kids. They have no diseases. MashaAllah. Okay. They have all have 10 fingers, 10 toes, two eyes, ears. Every time some, every time it comes up, an excuse comes up, you say it. Right? That is the saying of Allah. And as for everything bad that happens, also say it's a blessing. There is a, a, a way that you can change it. Um, I'm being attacked. I get, I have an opportunity now to be like Abu Dumdum. Not I have to, I have to deal with a headache. No, I have an opportunity now to show Allah that I can act like Abu Dumdum. And like yesterday we read the hadith of Abu Dumdum. Abu Dumdum, the Prophet said, can none of you be like Abu Dumdum? They said, who's Abu Dumdum? They like chuckled, like it's a funny name. He says, every day he wakes up in the morning, he says, I have given all of the backbiting. I have my soul and myself, I've given it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay. Given it to Allah ta'ala. Cometh. Yeah. Ali Starbucks. Come. Have you heard the word sulah kulli? Sulhi kulli. Sulhi kulli. It is used by scholars of Ahl Sunnah in India to not unite with deviant sects. Uh, stay away from sex, to be honest with you. I'm just a regular teacher of Islam, and I don't want headache. Just say al haq and that's it. What is the ruling? We say it. Are we inventing these rulings? I'm not inventing these rulings. Whatever is the ruling, we say it. That's it. We pass it on. If we made a mistake in the transmission, correct us. But we're not inventing any rulings. We're not doing any ijtihad here. We're transmitting to you what the rulings are and what the sayings are. What's my business with Ijtihad? You're not a Mujtahid. Transmit the rulings as they are, and we have Shiyukh. You don't like our selection of Shiyukh. There's nothing I could do for you. Right? Those are the Shiyukh that we follow from the past and from the present. Masail al Aqidah. Give me Ibn Hazr, Ibn Hajar. Give me Imam al Nawi. Give me Imam Siyuti. Who's going to differ with them in the Ummah? Okay. Who's going to differ with that trio? What trio of like the latter end of the Islamic history when all the issues were brought forth? Because they're coming towards the end. Siyuti, Ibn Hajar is like a generation before him. Nawawi is like a couple generations before him. But all the issues of the Ummah were brought already. Like the issues at, of theology and philosophy at that time, they were out. So we don't have to go and, and guess what the previous scholars would have said about it. We know exactly what the scholars, what they said about it. Because they talked about it, right? They explicitly. So that's the trio that I rely upon. And this organization relies upon. And we all rely upon. If you don't like that selection of scholars, that's, that's not my problem. Nothing I can do for you. That's my selection of scholars. Hypocrisy is not believing in du'a, putting intellect above divine truth. What's the cure? Putting intellect above divine truth. Where did you even get the intellect first? From whom did you get the intellect? What is the cure? It is constantly, Imam al-Haddad said, what is the cure to weak iman? It is reciting the Qur'an with contemplation and reciting the stories of the prophets with contemplation read the stories of prophets because when the human is cut off from his creator what does allah do he sends you a prophet 
that you can mingle with and observe. And he sends that prophet a book that you can recite and contemplate. So those are the two keys of Iman. The Prophet ﷺ once put leaves on a grave to ease someone's suffering until they dry it up. Does that mean it's okay to do that on the graves? Yes, it is. You can put flowers or plants on the grave. And you can even plant it there yourself. Have you visited India? No, I've never been to India. Never been to India. Amra Bintu says, What can we do for our oppressed sisters and brothers in all the lands of the Umm India, Palestine, Syria, Myanmar, East Turkestan? You can join the organizations that support relief. You can maybe support those organizations so much that they send you over there. And you can help them. Where can I find more about the Habayb from Yemen? Muwasala.org. That's the website. Muwasala.org. Okay. In the Madiki Method, what, what is considered a beard today by Muslims? Hair that grows on the face like that. Are you back in the U.S.? Yes. Can you come to Manchester next time? Inshallah, if the schedulers make that happen. Is it okay to recite Quran like Surah Yasin or Baqarah over graves? You can recite any Quran at, any, at the graves. And inshallah, they will hear it and benefit from it. I'm beginning my journey on the Madiki Madhab. Okay, then we have class tonight. Wali Khan, we have class tonight. That's a sign up for arcview.org. It's basically free. Okay. You sign up for that. And class is tonight at 7 o'clock. Maliki Fiqh. Okay. Let's go to YouTube and see what YouTube, the YouTubers have to say. Okay. All right, on YouTube, what do you have to say? What's the case of, for an example, as a Muslim bro- Muslim conqueror throwing in rocks over a castle and possibly hurting civilians? Um, the castle that they fought for is a castle that is not the civilian territory. When, when cities in the olden days used to besiege another city, okay? So the city walls are here and our army's coming this way. The civilians run the other way. All the soldiers come up to defend that city, right? And then they used to besiege it, okay? Which contemporary scholars do you follow and listen to? In the English language? Yeah, Herodas, Yasir Fahmi, Rami Nasur. Right off the bat, Sheikh Amin Muhammad. Right off the bat, okay? I now am... Subscribe to the Twitter channel of Molana Anis, right, from Birmingham. Sheikh Asrar Rashid. Those are the scholars that I listen to these days in, in the English language. Abdullah U.S. says, husband early in marriage contacts women, regrets it, and makes tawbah. Ten years passes and now wife caught messaging other men and receiving explicit photos. Confronted but says you did it too Both of you go to counseling Inshallah Inshallah No, if the man made Toba, he made Toba Then you allow your wife to make Toba too Go to the counseling Okay And Inshallah you both make Toba And stay married together 
Do you have an ArcView course for new Muslims? No, we don't, but we do have a website, nbic.org slash converts. Type it in to YouTube. nbic.org slash converts that has how to pray, how to fast, convert stories, biography of the Prophet nbic.org slash converts. Listen to these playlists and benefit. There's a lot of discussion in psychiatry about the chemical imbalance theory of depression. It's been proven wrong, and studies show a better perspective. Is the signal theory of depression? I don't know, well, but I'll tell my friends that. Meaning depression is a symptom that something is off and you need to investigate your life. I totally agree with that. Behavioral activation is the main component. Yes. Totally agree with that. Okay. Doing actions. Whether or not you're motivated. Thank you. This person knows what they're talking about. Do it regardless whether or not you're motivated. And you, what you do is you create an avalanche. You get an avalanche going. So how many times in the morning you have a routine? I'm a big believer of like morning routines. There's a reason for these routines. They're well thought out. You, you start your morning routine, but your routine should be simple. Can't be like a 90 minute routine, right? Simple routine. But once you get, it helps get the ball rolling, right? When you clean your room first thing before you leave, you're basically telling yourself you're clean, right? When you go down and you do a push up. It gets the blood going, right? When you do a sit-up, it gets the blood going. And, and you're also telling yourself, I take care of my body. When you drink water, you get your... You don't have to want to do these things. You just do them. But what you do is you get the ball rolling and everything good. You recite, you pray Salat al-Duha, for example. You don't have to want to, but maybe by the end of the second rakah, you're actually engaged. So you don't have to be motivated to start to start doing these things. Just do them, but what you do is you create a, 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 a uh, you create an avalanche of benefit, right? You create yourself an avalanche, and you never get in a in in a lull, like or in a depression, in a in a inactive state. Haraka baraka, movement brings blessings. Constantly moving, just do it. In your Blood Brothers podcast, you mentioned all jewelry except the ring is haram for men. That's correct. If I don't use a fancy wristwatch to tell me time, to tell time, but a fashion piece, you wristwatch is not jewelry. It's a functional item. You can wear it. But obviously just without gold. That's it. And I think diamonds too. Some people's watches have diamonds. No. Critical thinking is undermined nowadays. While the mass media overwhelming with the fake news, are there ways to hone in critical thinking, intellectual growth from your experience? Yes, there is. Read a lot. Read a lot of nonfiction. Read a lot of nonfiction. I have a brother-in-law. He is a Salafi. And he says, the only ziyara that we can make is to Mecca, Medina, and Aqsa. How do I respond? He said, no, the only ziyara, believing the reward of prayer there is greater, is only three mosques. But if I say, oh, there's an amazing mosque down the road. Can I go visit it? Yes, you can. Not believing that the reward is greater there. The only ziyada we make, believing the reward is greater, is those three mosques. You can you go to Istanbul and you pray in those masajid. You're allowed to believe 
that my feeling is more in awe. I'm in awe. But you don't believe that the reward is greater in this mosque than any other mosque. Maybe your khushua is greater. That's good. That's, for, that's, that's between you and yourself. But we don't hold that there is, you know, any greater reward in those masajid. Is it sunnah to wear a ring for a man? Yes, it is. Uh, sleeps here. Sleeps here. We need to hire this person for the, 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 the new therapy company. Right? The new counseling company. Uh, cognitive restructuring. Yeah, it feels to me that that happens when you repeat something over and over and over and over. You start to create a little, you get in the zone of something. Okay. Surround yourself with good sohbah helps depression. Just go to the masjid. Go down to the masjid. Even if you're, uh, you don't have that, go to a local coffee shop. Just sit around. You hear people talking. You just, it gets you um, better than being noth- with, with, with nobody. Okay. Some people said a gratitude journal. I never had one of those, but some people do swear by it. And they say every day you open it and you just write one sentence of what's good. That's it. It doesn't have to be like a long entry. Just one sentence of what's good. Okay. Some people don't know how to decompress from the dunya by thinking positively and talking it through, saying good things. This is what we have to learn, right? That's what we want to spread to people. Okay. Westerners also now realizing the benefits of gratitude. Okay. Who are they thanking? The universe. That's what they say. The universe. I'm thanking the universe. Okay. Al-Abbas says, is it true that the clause of not marrying a second wife in the marriage contract is only applicable to the Hanbali school? What does the Madiki school say about it? You can't say to have a clause, do not marry again. The woman cannot put that. It's not a valid clause. The clause is, if you marry again, you can't make haram halal and haram halal haram. But you can say, if you marry again, then this marriage is dissolved. If he agrees to it, he agrees to it. Okay. Are the Aqidah class at Arcview for Hanafis as well? Yes, it is. Same for all four methods. We speak so often of our husband having a second marriage. I wonder if how many women are open to the idea of being the second wife. Oh, you would have to ask the women for that, but I'm pretty, pretty sure it'll be lower, pretty low, I would say. Because even the Sharia calls a second wife a darra, the harm. Yeah, the sh- like in Arabic and in the, uh, in the traditional literature, the second wife is called the harm because taking stealing time from the first wife. Not stealing, but taking time from the first wife. Muslims Corner says, Aqidah is a field of knowledge just like fiqh and has ijtihad. Uh, issues and ijtihad doesn't negate another ijtihad. Yes, there are ijtihadi issues in aqid. That's why you have madhahib in aqid. Uh, Osamu Floating says, What are some books and advice you have for maintaining proper adab with Allah and the circumstances He places us in? 
Read the books of dua because they're always mingled with tawakkul and qada and qadr. They're all one subject. Dua, tawakkul, qada and qadr. Melody 21 says A sister has insisted that marriage sites should be considered Concerning marriage I don't, can't say that We can dismiss anything Because marriage is such an important thing We want people We should want people to get married And just use the websites In a, in a way that uh, Isn't just looking at pictures That could be sinful With no intent to marry what should I start in arc view? Well, you start with the Aqidah class first. And then you take Tajweed. And then you start your journey of fiqh. That's assuming you know how to make wudu and salah and fasting. Like as a basic Muslim. So now you're starting to formalize your education. It's Aqidah first. Take that 12-week course with Sheikh Murad. It's there. And then you take Tajweed. You learn how to recite the Quran. It's going to transform you. You will transform because you have to open the Quran. You have to go to class. You have to recite, right? And you have to face yourself like, I can't do it, right? Your struggle, it brings your ego down a little bit, okay? It's really good. Oh, your your ego shattering. Totally, totally, every class. Yeah, and you can't remember. Yeah, can't remember. Yurika Masjid just joined. We need to have him. Olive Garden. Tom Ficini. We need to have him on. Yes, we need to have him. Yeah. He released a great video the other day on the summary of the navigating differences. Uh, we need to have him on. When they first said, oh, there's someone named Imam Tommy wants to be one. First of all, when you got a name like Facini, that Tom is probably Tommaso or something, right? What a, na- what a better name, Tommaso, when you're, you're Italian, okay? And you got a name like that. You got to expand that a little bit, okay? I don't know if it's him that's joined or that it's um, just his masjid account, but... We need to have him on because when they told him, they told me someone, his name is Imam Tom. He wants to go, you to go on the live stream. I said yes. I know what but I never really knew who he was until we talked. He knows his stuff. We talked a second time. Feel so bad that I was late again to that, and we didn't have a lot of time. But then I watched his um, video. He knows what he's doing, in my opinion. If you ask me, Utica. How did you get to Utica? Who are those people? Okay. The cameraman is watching there. The Utica Masjid cameraman is watching. Well, you tell Imam Tom that we talked about him today in the good. Doesn't the hadith, a day will come when a veiled woman from Hira will make tawaf safely around the mahram uh, without a mahram prove that a woman no longer needs a mahram for hajj and umrah? Well, you don't need a woman. Um, uh, uh, you don't need a mahram. That the ruling is already there for Hajj and Umrah, especially Hajj because it's a fard. You don't need a mahram for that. Can someone be a partial friend with a non-Muslim? Of course you can. 
You could be friends with a non-Muslim. You just, if you're going to be influenced, that's what you have to worry about. Okay. So Utica Masjid cameraman, can you tell Imam Tom if he wants to come on, let's say tomorrow or the day after, and we'll talk here on Arcview. I don't know what he, if his, if that time suits him. All right. Bin Suleiman says sister is in the process of being casted onto Muslim matchmaker. No, I don't know what that is. What does that mean? Casted is a show. What do you mean casted? Explain. Son of Suleiman. Okay. What is it? What is casted? Muslim matchmakers. This is show. Uh, nonstop says I have a hard time craving letting go of marijuana. What do I do? When, whenever you fail at your thingy, don't look at it as a failure. Just look at it as a um, another chance to make toba. Allah is exercising your chance to make toba. More repetitions of the toba, marinating in the toba. It's a, uh, you're climbing a mountain. One day you'll get there. And talk to the other people who used to smoke and got off of weed and hang out with them and ask them how they did it and keep hanging out with them. Muslim Matchmaker is a liberal show on Hulu. Nah, not into that stuff. Not into that stuff, to be honest with you. It's in its first season. Not into that stuff. Huh? Yeah, you want to get married? You can go to mawadda.org. Type it in there, please. Mawadda.org. That's 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 what our friends here at MBIC run. Okay. Is the companion Anas ibn Malik related to Imam Malik? No relation. No relation at all. No, no relation whatsoever. Imam Malik's grandfather was a Sahabi and attended the Battle of Badr. But he was not a famous, well-known Sahabi. Okay. Chief Latif says the Madikim Adhav is growing in the subcontinent. Okay. Ask me anyway, says my father passed away last month. What can I do to bear the loss? Keep sending him good deeds of sadaqah, of recitation of Quran, of dua. To the point that you feel that you are still benefiting your dad. Are there fewer awliya in our age? No, there are more. The, st the standard may is lower too. The standard of wilaya, the Prophet said, if you leave something, one out of ten things, you'll be rejected. But if you, there will come a time, if they do one out of ten things, meaning of the extra good deeds, they'll be accepted, right? So the standard is definitely lower in time and place, depending on time and place. The standard is different for for wilaya, okay. And uh, the awliya are always increasing, but their percentage is decreasing because the number of people are growing, the ummah is growing too. Mam Tom is is in Turkey, okay, okay. So after he comes back, inshallah. Pulsating amygdala. How do you keep your skepticism in check? 
What is a healthy level of skepticism? Very simple. Where your interests are involved, turn on the skepticism button. Okay? So, I'm going to buy a car, be skeptical of the product. I'm going to buy a house, be skeptical of the house. Um, I'm going to invite a roommate to live with me, be skeptical about the roommate. Check him first. Some, some attribute this to the Prophet Guard yourself by skepticism. Uh, hey, I need anything where I'm investing in my, myself, my money, my, my, my body, my money, my home, my time, skeptical. But others, there's no need. When, when, you're, not, when you're not losing anything, why do you need to be skeptical? Right? When I, I'm not uh, investing myself in anything, why do I need to be skeptical? Uh, Sedl on Instagram. Go to safinasidi.org slash Sedl. You, you typed it in? Yes, sir. Good. Huh? Yeah, safinasidi.org slash Sedl. What are your thoughts on Muslim events calling scholars and making a profit? It's, a, it's permitted. What's the difference between that and opening a publishing company? A book publishing company. What's the difference? Right? How is it different from if I was to just open a publishing company, the scholars write books, and I sell them and I make money, which is all the book publishing companies. Nothing wrong with that. And if the prices are exorbitant, the people will tell you by not buying. Right? They'll, they'll, they'll cast their vote by their pocketbook. Do, did people in Islamic history use chamber pots? I don't know what that is. Any non-fiction books that you recommend? No, I never read non-fiction. Huh? Chamber pot is a portable toilet? Yes, they did use that. For urine, not for defecation. They, they had it in their, and they, they had it with them, yeah. Okay. Can you tell you uh, how you studied? I studied by learning the curriculum. Let's say in the medical school, learn that curriculum in the med- the medic- uh, Let's say in the medical school. Then let's say the curriculum for Arabic. Then let's say say the curriculum for, let's say hadith, tajweed, tasawuf, aqidah. You learn what the curriculum is. Then I never had the opportunity. I wish I had the opportunity to join a school. I, I pro- you know this thing is every day we're doing we're fixing this thing. I mean, it's a great, it's a great mic holder, but this part is annoying as heck. Okay, I'm not even gonna bother fixing the bottom part. Um, and so, I never actually joined the school. It's Allah's will that that happened that way, but I did find shiuch, and I took the curriculum. You write the curriculum down; it's not that hard. Four or five books on each subject. Then you find a sheikh and say which one he can read with you, and read it with the sheikh directly. Physical one-on-one lessons. All, almost all my classes, almost all, were one-on-one lessons. Until you finish the curriculum, and you keep going. I'm, stu- I'm a student of Akrab and Masalik right now. It take me a while, but I'm a student of that. Cyclone is about to hit areas of India and Pakistan. Did you know about this, Ali? That's your country. Look it up. That's your land. All three of you. Your country is about to get hit by a cyclone, and you're sitting attending the live stream. 
Uh, do you have a book recommendation on Andalusian history written by a Muslim? Not that I know of in the English language. Does the acapella grad video on Safina YouTube have any instruments? No, it's all voice. And I put it up there just for all the Islamic schools to use it in their graduations. So you can send it. It's all voice, 100% voice. Is health insurance halal? No, it's haram, but it becomes halal because of the dire need. The dire need to... Um, that why uh, the, the medical care costs too much so it becomes permitted for that reason alright let's see what else we got here let's oops what personal tips you have for memorizing memorizing is just repetition daily repetition read the passage of Quran that you're memorizing or whatever it is you're memorizing read it let's say 30 times 33 times. Then recite it to yourself 33 times. Let's say it's only five lines or so. That's how you do it. Or recite it to somebody else. Then pray with it. Like that. All right. Let's see some other questions here. Is it sunnah to pray two rakahs of shurk? Yes. Not sunnah mu'akadah, but it's Yes. My mom is jealous that I share my bank account with my wife, so she wants me to send her money monthly through my dad, though my dad works and we live in another country and they live comfortably. Can I disobey her? No, send her some money. Do you know Sheikh Yasser al Hanafi? Yes, I do know him. Yasser, I think his name is Yasser ibn Muhammad al Hanafi. Is beatboxing Nasheed? What are your thoughts? He didn't use an, inf- an, an, an instrument. So it's halal. He did not use an instrument. Beatboxer did not use an instrument. You can't say it's haram. I mean, I don't know. I'm not necessarily into that type of thing, but I can't say it's forbidden. What's the dua for waking up fresh? If you do dhikr uh, before you sleep, you sleep on wudu, and you try to sleep with a relatively empty stomach, you wake up good. You sleep good and you wake up good. I'm going to Egypt in a few months to study. What do you recommend? Merkaz al-Imam Malik. Uh, no doubt about that. Go to Merkaz al-Imam Malik's website and there you're going to study... Um, uh, there you're going to study... You're going to find a place called Raudat and naim It's a small place, but that's where... Go to Merkaz al-Imam Malik.com and, stu- and, and, and look it up. Can I elongate my rukur praying at home so my family can catch up? It's not necessarily recommended to do something that is intended for someone outside of the salah. But I can't say it will invalidate your salah. What's your opinion on Sheikh Yasir al-Hanafi? I haven't seen or heard of him in a long time, but all I knew was he was, was something good. That's all I knew about him. What do you say to people who don't celebrate Mawlid? Nothing. Are you planning to ever come to the Netherlands? Interesting. The Netherlands, why not? How can we book you for a podcast? You just send us an email at info at safinasaidi.org. Okay. We're like we're doing like rapid fire QA here. Okay. Does who? Sins, not only does it delay the fulfillment of a du'a, but if your du'a is answered, you may not enjoy it because of sins. 
That's the problem with sins. You may get what you want, but you may not enjoy it. So that's why you should stay away from sins. Okay. Yes, you may get it, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to enjoy it. It can become a misery for you. So stay away from sins. My relative is dying and believes Quran has been tampered with. Can I pray for him? Is he a fessel? No, he's a kafir. Sorry to tell you that. I can't. I'm, I'm, I know some people say, oh, how could you make tech fear of somebody just on the internet like that? Okay, let me just tell you so you can calm down. If somebody believes the Quran is tampered with and that the book that is between our hands right now is not all the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then hypothetically, theoretically, that person is a kafir. Okay? There, so that they don't say, oh, you made takfir somebody on a question. No, I made, theoretically, hypothetically, if that was the case, okay, and the person is of sound intellect, that person is a kafir. Simple as that. What is it? What do we do with someone who is a kafir? We don't pray upon him. Okay. We don't make to offer him after his death. When I go to a non-Muslim funeral viewing, what are the do's and don'ts? Very simple. We are not allowed to make dua for the this person who died outside of Islam. He, he doesn't want you to dua. He doesn't believe in your religion, right? So why would you force it upon him? Number two, you do not take part in any religious services. You sit at the back respectfully, okay? You may do a viewing. There's nothing wrong with that. Everyone's walking, taking a one last look at, you know, grandma or something like that. Nothing wrong with that at all. You do not engage in wailing and all those things. I don't think anyone does that in our country anyway. You may enter a church or a synagogue. You may attend the burial. You don't say amen to the prayers or say your own prayers. You may say good things about them. So come give a speech about grandma. Grandma was a great woman, right? Blah, blah, blah. You can do all that stuff. Right? Did we leave anything out? Rapid fire. If I don't get hoodwinked like last year, then inshallah it'll happen. Talking about Hajj, I guess. My mom is jealous to share and answer that. How do I find friends? Good friends? Masajid, Islamic classes. 10 days of the Hijjah coming soon. Will you stream? Yes. Khadija Asif, for someone with regularly long menstrual cycles, is it okay to use a 10-day Hanafi limit instead of 15 for the sake of ease or reg- reducing burden? No. It's not a reason to change methods on that. And if my family does a deep, does a, a shawla slaughters a sheep instead of a cow. I, I lost track of what that's all about. But you can, when you go for Eid al-Adha, of course you can slaughter a sheep or seven people can divide up a cow. Slaughter a cow. Please pray for me to get married soon and have children. Okay? Every day you should go on to Mawadda. Every day you should go on to some something that could take some action that you can hopefully something of that nature, uh, you know, of that action will, you know, come to fruition. But you are showing Allah that you how much you want it by taking action. Okay? Coming to Toronto, coming to South Africa. South Africa's got a lot, massive Islamic community. Like, what would you need me there for? Tons of shiuch. But I'll go to South Africa. I would love to. Is it considered backbiting if you don't name the people's names? No, it's not backbiting. 
but you can't say someone we all know and used to work at Starbucks. Not going to say who he is, right? I'm not going to say any names, right? Obviously, you know, you just gave away who the person is. That would be, you know, not backbiting, but not backbiting, trying to do it at the same time. My mom wants me to get a hair transplant. Should I obey her? Because I don't want to. Yeah, honey. Uh, you don't have to if you don't want to. Guess you can't force that. I asked a follow-up. Can you please answer? Oh, there's an ATM machine here or something. Where's the follow-up question? Put the follow-up question. You're making me scroll now. Oh man, it's it's scrolled all the way up. You got to just put the put the follow up question here. Okay, which language did Adam Alayhi Salam speak? Allah, Adam, don't know. Can I donate to La Cocina in a manner to expiate broken oaths? No, you cannot because the La Cocina food does not go to Muslims. Can you recommend someone for dream interpretation? Some people say, and I don't even, never even met him, but Sheikh Amin from Chicago. Sheikh Amin from Darul Qasim. How to not get carried away when complimented by the opposite gender? How do you do it? <laughs> How do you not get carried away when complimented by the opposite gender? When complimented by the opposite gender, like for example, when you're writing a piece of code for NVIDIA and like Bhakti next to you says, whoa, that is an amazing piece of code, Basha. How did you write that? How do you not get carried away and start feeling, oh my gosh, Bhakti likes me? Hmm? Such a rational engineering answer, right? <laughs> he says, he thinks of what is the possibility of anything actually happening, right? Such an engineering. So he does a calculation quickly, a possibility of Bhakti becoming Muslim, then me marrying her is 0. 0.001. Therefore, do not spend any emotions on this. That's how he does it. Like a mathematician, like an engineer. That's why NVIDIA has got this guy. Okay. Last year we went to Hajj, somebody says, Halal Digest, and learned of MBF and ArcView going to Hajj again, inshallah, with a different, with a completely perspective, different perspective, mashallah, alhamdulillah, I'm very glad to hear that. Okay, I'm very, very happy to hear that. ArcView has helped out somebody. I'm very happy to hear that. I don't have any updates on Hajj, okay? Uh, I don't have the update on Hajj. Still, we, people, a lot of people don't know what's happening But I have heard that people signed up easily And made it Like the advertisement isn't clear I haven't seen ads at all But I have heard people did go to the app Signed up successfully with ease So hopefully it's going to be good this year What does it mean if you dream of the Kaaba or Mecca? It'll mean something good, no doubt about that The dreams of Masajid are always good can you make dua for my husband? He was just taken to the hospital with some pain in the chest. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. May Allah Taala grant you, grant him shifat. Nasallallahu alaihim rabbil arsh alaihim an yashfiya. Nasallallahu alaihim rabbil arsh alaihim an yashfiya. Nasallallahu alaihim rabbil arsh alaihim an yashfiya. 
Do you have a yes? Uh, is Safina going to have an in-person seminary or Adam program? Yes, we do already have that. We do. You can come and join it now, starting next Monday, every evening, Monday through Thursday. Okay. Is having medical insurance okay if we have the NHS as awful as as it is? If the NHS is not fulfilling your need and you could suffer greatly, then you can have that insurance. You said Surah Al-Waqa'ah is for poverty because it makes you feel a certain way. This seems very material. Isn't it possible that reading it rearranges the unseen? It is possible, but we would... Uh, Surah Al-Waqa'ah for poverty is not something given by the Prophet. It's an observation made by the by the Sahaba. One Sahabi in particular. I think it was Anas ibn Malik or maybe Ibn Mas'ud. But what he said is that because it has mention of the Akhirah so much, it takes your heart away from the dunya. And that's what he said. So it's his ijtihad. So Imam al-Haddad is the one who said, because it's not from the Prophet, we can't say that it has some specific property that rearranges the matters of the unseen. It could be and it could not be, right? So that's why I, as we said it that way. Was Murabit al-Hajj Shadri? No, he did not have a tariqah. What kind of drama is going on No, I'm not. I'm not used to having people who speak English here. That's why I'm like, who are these people? Who are these people? Did the English just go away? Can uh, you rad be given to sisters? Yes. The if you want to go on the path, spiritual path, you can begin by the path of dhikr, by the awrad. At safinasociety.org slash lowercase wird. Okay. And that is al-wird al-latif in the morning and al-ratib al-shahir in the evening. And that's the way we start. Safinasociety.org slash wird. And that was a question there. It's on YouTube and SoundCloud. Sidra Azwar. That's how you start. Okay. Ryan Amalfatano Amalfazan has joined. How do you reply when she has, when they say Sayyidah Fatima was angry with Sayyidina Abu Bakr? Sayyidah Fatima can do what she wants. She is the noble granddaughter of the Prophet, and you have no business with that. Okay. Say the Fatima Zahra. It is said that um, it's one of those that if you recite her manaqib, it actually uh, is a cause for if you if you love Say the Fatima and you recite her manaqib, that it's a cause of du'a being answered. So um, I, we have a book for that, but I think that book is upstairs in my room. Uh, it's in Nasa'i's book on Ahlul Bayt. Manaqib virtues. The word manaqib means virtues. Rapid fire. Uh, can me and husband ask an inheritance question? Yes, you can. Why not? WhatsApp. Fine. No problem. No problem. Why do we experience negative things even after repenting? Doesn't Allah's mercy completely eradicate the sins and its effect? 
the sins, not always its effects. It eradicates the sins, not always its effects. So, if I drank, right, I make toba. And I, and I banged around and I fell and hit my head. And I made toba from drinking. Don't I still have a bruise? Don't I still have a headache? Right? This is, but if you continue doing a lot of ibadah, those bad effects come and they become something good for you. They become something, it's bad, you use it for the good, you benefit. That's the positive there. That's a silver lining. Okay. That's the silver lining behind it. Okay. Uh, assalamu alaikum. Any recommendations for someone willing to pursue knowledge remotely? Yes. Be disciplined. Be disciplined. Stick to, if you're studying a text, stick to that text. If you're studying a course, stick to that course. That's the key. Don't jump around from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. And then Allah has given us these, he has given us YouTube and WhatsApp and all these things. Communicate with the shiuch as much as you can. You can forge relationships with shiuch just on the phone. All right, Rafiq, can I get the link for the word? It's safinasidi.org slash forward slash lowercase word. Okay. Seeing the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam or visiting his grave, all of it is good things, and maybe Allahu alam bishara of ziyara, a visitation of Hajj, and or Umrah, and Allah knows best. What are your thoughts on using governmental money to fund an Islamic organization? Well, you just be careful that there isn't strings attached. That's a problem. Okay. Salam rahmatullah. Um, were you able to get a response about the contract question? No, not yet. Islam, what's happening? Good. Very good. Where is Ryan? He's in Tarim studying. Mawlid, uh, the Mawlid in Morocco. We, the website was up yesterday. What is it called? Mawlid 2023? Look it up. W uh, for the people who want that, they should look up at Mola twenty twenty three. Yeah, that's what it's called. Mola twenty twenty three. Let's see. Does it come up? www.mola2023.org. No, t- type it into the browser as www.mola2023.com or .org. Okay. Do we need to praise Allah then send Salah on the Prophet? It's it's um, makes your dua more likely, inshallah, to be answered if you do that. Try melo23.com. What is a basic, uh, Arcview basic, just to confirm what your basic is for learning Aqid and Tajweed? Yes, and the basics of fiqh too. All the basic subjects. So there's the website for the that Mawlid in Morocco, mawlid2023.com. Women traveling alone with her friends for leisure without a mahram. No, the books forbid traveling except with a mahram unless it's hajj or like an emergency of some sort. Okay. Can your team update to Spotify again? Oh, my man. 
she's right. We need to do it. What is the dua for people with addictions? Ya Qadr, Ya Muqtadr. To recite Ya Qadr, Ya Muqtadr. Which is basically reaffirming your belief that Allah is capable, powerful, able. But He may be willingly not to, to strengthen you. Allah has the, the right to test us. Shamim says, my stepfather is coming between my mother and me. She doesn't know he abused me. Oh. This is not for me. This is for a longer discussion with an actual therapist and a counselor. There's no doubt about that. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got to stop here. All right. We are stopping here and we are done for the day. Unfortunately, I could go on forever, but we are done for the day. Okay. Are evangelical Christians considered Ahl Kitab? Yes. Alrighty, folks. Let's stop with, uh, with continue with Dua and Nur. We'll finish up with that. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Allahumma ja'alli nuran fi qalbi wa nuran fi qabri wa nuran fi sam'i wa nuran fi basari wa nuran fi sha'ri wa nuran fi bashari wa nuran fi lahmi wa nuran fi dami wa nuran fi idhami wa nuran fi asabi wa nuran min bayni yadayya wa nuran min khalfi wa nuran an yamini wa nuran an shimali wa nuran min fawqi ونورا من تحتي اللهم زدني نورا وأعطني نورا وجعلني نورا وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين Oh, my God.